So Cindy and I are out at Michael Ellison School, and we're lucky enough to be able to attend a five-day puppy class with our new German Shepherd puppy. And we thought we'd sit down and talk to Michael about the seminar that he's going to have at Learburg in December. And why don't you tell us a little bit about it? It's a three-day seminar, and Michael, you haven't done seminars in a long time. It's true. I, I try to avoid them these days. I don't blame you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when, uh, when I stopped traveling to open the school, uh, my, my travel gene was a little bit broken. So, uh, and the school, of course, has taken a huge amount of time. So it's really difficult to, has been difficult to get away. But we do get a lot of requests for seminars, but also a lot of people that can't travel to the school that kind of want to know how the school runs and what it's like and what a class at the school would be like. And so this is a little different than the traditional seminars that I've done in the past where we design it to come in and work with people's dogs and kind of troubleshoot. And when you give a typical seminar, um, people work their dogs and we respond to what's in front of us. This is going to be structured more like mini versions of our classes at the school. And so we have three days and there will be specific topics for each of the three days. So our first day is going to be uh, engagement and communication. The second day will be techniques for improving motivation. Uh, and the third day will be finishing work and some troubleshooting, things like that. And so it mirrors some of the classes. So the first class would be very much like our core obedience classes that design how we begin to get dogs to attend to us and how we communicate with them clearly. The second one mirrors very, the second day mirrors very much our motivation class and the techniques we cover in there. And then the final one is more like an advanced obedience class. And so um, we've designed it so there will be certain lecture and demonstration, just like there is at the school, and you will be, there will be a presentation. And then we choose certain people to work dogs based on what they illustrate to, to help us convey the top the points that we're trying to talk about. And so unlike a regular seminar where you would sign up for a working slot and we'd just work your dog on whatever you needed to work on, we are gonna select dogs ahead of time. People will have to send videos uh, of their dogs so we can go through and pick the dogs that are best for illustrating the points we need. So dogs that have a common problem, some different temperament types. So when we talk about a certain kind of problem, it's nice to have, okay, here's a dog that does it kind of easily. This is, you see this type of dog, and here's a dog that exhibits kind of common problems with that. And so it's gonna be structured that way. And so most of our classes here at the school are a week or two weeks long, so we've just compressed them into kind of a mini version. So that's, that's the beauty of what we're gonna try and do. The problem that I've always had with seminars, it's, it depends upon who's there with what dog, and it's unorganized because you just, whatever dog is up next with the problem, that dog's problem get talks about, but everything else is left hanging. So that's, why, that's what's beauty of it. And I wanna to say too, after spending you know, four days here, we've got one more day to film tomorrow, on the puppy course, uh, hands down, every time that Cindy and I come to one of Michael's schools here, he gets better and better and his head gets bigger. You can just tell. It just amazes me how much better it gets. So in a different video here, we're gonna talk about uh, the classes and the programs that you run here because a lot of people, I'm telling everybody that calls, if you wanna to go to a good dog training school, you need to come here. This is an impressive. I was at Michael's old school and hadn't been out here in a few years. And 
how many years has this school been open? We've been five years in this place this, this fall. Yeah, yeah. so and coming up on I five years. I mean to tell you, it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. Thank you. I don't know of another dog training school in the United States that's as nice as this and has the quality of information. People need to take advantage of coming in. And if you have a question about coming to California, come to, and you're from the Midwest or the East, come in December, listen to what's gonna, <laughs> what you're gonna see for yeah. three days. If yeah. that doesn't convince you to come here, nothing in the world is gonna. Well, thank you, that's in incredibly gratifying. It's a, it's a cool deal. So go to our website, uh, we'll have the details on the seminar there. And then if you have any questions, uh, go to the Ask Cindy and shoot her a question. She answers the emails every single day. And it, nothing would make me happier if she got five or 600 emails that she had to answer. That'd be just great. But anyway, we already have a bunch of people signed up for this. So uh, yeah, so that's, we hope to see a lot of people there. So one thing I should, one thing I should say is the evening before uh, the first day of the seminar, we're gonna have a happy hour at Learburg so people can come and see where all these videos and all these products are from. So again, ask Cindy, we'll give you the directions. Uh, we have a list of hotels you can go to, anything you need to know. I thought it would be a good idea for you to talk about how you've organized your school, what classes like this that you have, where you have people come in for a week or two weeks at a time, and then talk about the students that are here for months at a time. Why don't sure. you explain how you've got it organized because it's really cool. Absolutely, so when I opened the school, I was trying to decide, my, my dream was to sort of have doggy university, right? The idea that you could completely immerse yourself in dog training at its deepest level and people could commit to it and take all these various topics over an extended period of time. But of course I had been traveling and doing seminars for the previous 13 years or so and so there were a lot of people that were interested in the training but obviously already had jobs and businesses and things like that so they couldn't get away for a big chunk of time so when i designed the school initially i made classes in little modules so that people could take the modules and that are relatively compressed short week and two week long classes so people could come uh, and spread those classes out over a long period of time and after a couple of years we started in the infancy of what was we call our immersion program and those weekly classes keep going. We still offer those weekly classes, but we started an immersion program, which included all of the classes at the time. And so it started out at about three months and over the last seven years or so, then we've increased it and now it's five months long. And it includes all of the weekly classes that we offer. Uh, and I'll talk about those in a second. Um, but in addition to that, there's a whole series of extracurricular activities. So they get, I don't do any private training anymore, but the I, immersion students get private lessons with me and my staff. Um, we have special topics outside of class where we bring in experts in given fields to expose people to different types of work and things like that. They get ha to handle different dogs. We arrange loaner dogs for them to practice certain skills with so they can get their hands on different types of dogs at different stages. Um, and so that's for somebody that can commit to a larger chunk of time and can do what I kind of always envisioned and immerse themselves in dog training. The weekly classes um, are on a wide variety of topics. And so the order in which they're on our website is typically the order that I recommend people take them in, although there are some detours you can take. So we have a puppy development class, which is obviously starting from the ground up, <laughs> which you guys are just here for. <clears throat> we'll recover That's all the great. kind of- I'm telling you, if you got a puppy, you got it. 
Okay, I'm sorry. No, no problem. Lost my mind. <laughs> so it gives you the kind of how we approach puppy rearing from the ground up and theoretically and actually. And then we have a class called management. And management, I think, is our most, it's good to have this opportunity to talk about it because it's our most misunderstood class. When people hear management, they think, what is that, a business class or something like that? But technically, management is all the things we do to live with dogs while we're getting them trained, right? And it, it's... I would argue it's the most important piece of the dog training puzzle, right? 100%. Yeah, you re really need to know how to control your dog's environment to prevent behavior problems from getting started. And then if you have a dog with behavior problems, management is essential if you have any ho hope of fixing it. So we talk about all the kind of key concepts in management. And then we have our core class for obedience, which is called the Obedience Intensive, which is a two-week class. And it covers all the kind of core principles and tools that we use uh, throughout uh, our obedience training with our dogs as we go forward. It's kind of the fundamental uh, course. It, we have a mirrored version of it available through Learberg's online university as well, our principles of dog training class that mm -hmm. you guys offer through the online university. Let it, me say something. Yeah. The thing that blew my mind is in the beginning, you were a little hesitant on doing the online course. The beauty of what has evolved here is how many people have taken that course and turned around and come out to the school. Absolutely. I've had a, a series of them. Absolutely. Oh, lots of them. Yeah. Several immersion students actually that took that class online first today. Yeah, uh, that, that, throughout the program since right. we've had it. So we've had several students take that class and then apply to immersion programs and right. come for our long-term program after that. And, and many have taken weekly classes since mm -hmm. then. So it's great. My, my trepidation initially with the online classes was making sure that people were getting appropriate feedback. Right. I'm always concerned when it's the same issue I have with videos. They're fantastic. You can get good information to way more people than you can live. It's a huge piece of the puzzle. But I'm always concerned about um, improper practice for extended periods of time with people because once people create a bad habit, it's hard to correct it again, right? And so like somebody, yeah, it's absolutely right. And so if somebody watches a video, good, they've got good information, but if they're not very careful, they don't have somebody helping them out, they can practice incorrectly. They're unaware that they're practicing incorrectly and then going back and fixing it. So the online class has been the best compromise that, that I could come up with, time allowing, right? Uh, where people could get feedback as they went along. So they wouldn't have a chance, hopefully, to rehearse a lot of this stuff incorrectly. Um, and so with our obedience intensive mirrors principles of dog training almost uh, exactly. Uh, and then we have uh, a, a motivation class that follows that. And the motivation class is, of course, how we develop what we call reward events for our dogs, all the ways in which we motivate dogs to work for us. If you're doing any kind of reward-based training, then it's obviously essential that your dog be motivated for certain kinds of activities. How long is that class? It's a week-long class, yep. So, um, and we cover principles of motivation in virtually every class. It's impossible not to talk about them in, in all of our class. In puppy class, we're gonna talk about them in our obedience class. But people don't get enough time in a larger class to go through the mechanics repeatedly. So we created its own class where people could get on their feet a lot more and practice the physical aspects of it. Um, and then we have um, our advanced obedience classes, right? Uh, advanced obedience one and two. Advanced obedience one is a two week long class uh, that you have to have taken our, our core obedience class, the obedience intensive. And that class covers the steps to teaching what we would consider some of the very common advanced obedience exercises, focused healing, formal retrieving, send aways, scent discrimination, jumping, position changes, uh, stays, a variety of those kinds of behaviors as well. 
And advanced obedience two is really a week of guided practice. So for the students that have taken our core class in advanced obedience one, we have an extra week where you get practice under supervision to work on, on various things and it's just intensive practice the whole time. We have uh, two separate uh, detection classes taught by our instructor, Erica Duggan, and very, very uh, detailed uh, nose work detection classes. The first one is now two weeks long. It was a week long when we started, it's now two weeks long. And then she has a detection two class. Um, we have a, an electronic collar class, which was originally a two-day class. And I made it, so it was the only short class that we had. It was the only two-day class that we had. And a lot of our classes have prerequisites for them. The more advanced classes require that students have taken certain other uh, skills so that I make sure that they're up to speed on core principles. And when I introduced the electronic collar class initially, I debated whether to put a prerequisite on, and I decided not to, um, and I made it two days so that I could talk to as many people that were considering using the electronic collar as possible. It's a very popular tool now, and it can be misused, and so if I made the class long and hard to get into, then I wouldn't get to speak to as many people, and I wanted to just at least have an influence on getting them to think the right way about the electronic collar. Um, I've now extended it to four days. This year, it's now four days because there was too much stuff that I had to bring them up to speed on in terms of the prerequisites in my mind for using the electronic collar, the foundation training that should go in ahead of time. So now we have a four-day electronic collar class. Um, we have a rally class uh, that is also taught by Erica, an introduction to rally principles as well. It's a week-long class. And now we have three protection classes. So we have my protection theory class, each of the protection classes is a week long. My protection theory class, which is a survey of all the various protection disciplines, the sports and practical protection work, and kind of what goes on behind the scenes in the dog's mind, the developmental stages, what we do at each stage of development, what kinds of things you're looking for, um, and, and how you read dogs and approach the training aspects of it. The second protection class, protection two, is a class on decoy basics, so people that are learning uh, to work dogs, learning to catch dogs safely with sleeves and suits, and we go from the ground up and give people an opportunity to learn to work dogs safely. Um, and then we have a third one that talks about teaching the exercises to protection sports. So primarily IPO, IGP now, IGP and uh, the ring sports, French ring and Mondial ring sports, the most common of the protection sports available in the United States. And we break down the exercises and talk about the steps that you would take to teach of these. So you, people have a little bit of a skeleton of what to work on. And so that's our kind of core classes. We have a dock diving pool here, so we, we do um, extracurriculars on teaching people about dock diving or teaching good training principles around the pool and things as well. But that's the, the bulk of what we've got going right now. So the thing that surprises me that coming out here for this uh, five-day class is people always ask me about uh, the videos that we produce and the DVDs that we produce. And yeah, it's all good stuff. But what reminds me of how difficult all this work is, it doesn't matter whether it's puppy work or whatever it is, you explain it so well. But there's a lot of people here this week mm -hmm. that have never been dog trainers before. Oh, absolutely. So you explain it perfectly. They could watch a DVD where you explain it perfectly and they get up and they can't do it. They can't do it. But I will say this to the people that are watching this. I've been going to dog training seminars for over 50 years, and I've never met anybody that gives a seminar 
that is so polite and so patient to students. It amazes me. So the moral of the story is the DVDs are okay. And what I tell people is when they're trying to make up their mind to come to your school, I say, get the DVDs, watch them 10 or 15 times, then come out here and watch Michael talk about it and get up and let him guide you the right way how to do it. I think there's the foundation. I think so, for sure. And, and, and again, there's certain people that logistically can't get here at various right. times and getting information to as many people as possible is important, right? Yeah. From, from my perspective, that's how we move dog training along, how we get it to evolve and move forward and get better. And I'm one of those people that wants as much information out there as possible. And so reaching people through the DVDs is great. And it's, and there are people that I get students that watch the DVDs and they do fantastic. They did a really, really good job of following that. It connected with them. They had good mechanical skills. The, my only concern always with the DVDs is what I mentioned before with the online classes is just making sure you're careful about your practice. And so this is, I can't help but, but talk about this, but tape yourself training. So if you're using the DVDs right, to guide your training outside, if you're not able to come to classes and you're using the DVDs, then tape yourself training and watch them after every training session. So, and then compare them to the stuff you're seeing because you'll see mechanical errors that you're not aware of you're doing. And so getting people not to practice routinely incorrectly is the hardest part about learning from a DVD. And there are people that learn really well that way, but there are a lot of other people that have been practicing for extended period of time off of that kind of material. And then you get, they get in front of people and you go, ooh, well, you were doing this a bit wrong. Yeah. And then they have a habit to 